Bang! What's up, y'all? I'm Nick, a senior writer over here at Sports Pack 12, and this is going to be our mailbag question segment. So I'll be answering the questions you sent in here in a podcast format, and if you'd like a written response, send them over to fellow senior writer and Dane Miller. And so in all seriousness, I have a lot of fun answering these questions. They take my research and my thinking all over the conference. And one point I want to reiterate is I'm just like you. I'm a Pac-12 fan, so in all seriousness, we're one and the same. We may cheer for different schools, but hey, we're all Pac-12 fans in the end. We're very similar. So from down south to the Arizona schools, to up north to the Washington schools, to east out in Utah and Colorado, we got Oregon and Cali in between. And in our entirety, we make up the Pac-12 conference. And even though we compete against each other during the year, let's come together for this podcast and have a heck of a lot of fun. So without further ado, let's get to today's question. And thanks for tuning in as always. Happy Friday, y'all. Hope y'all have something fun to do. Very interesting times going on in the world. So seriously, spend some time with family. Get outdoors if it's nice out. Just have some fun, you know. Life's too short to be all serious in that. That's enough of my ethical lesson. We have a question coming in today. It is from Jerry in Concord, California. And the question asks, should USC have welcomed back Reggie Bush? And why was what he did wrong then, but okay now? So we got a two-parter here. I held up like the peace sign, holding up the number two, like someone could see me right now. But again, the two questions from Jerry. Should USC have welcomed back Reggie Bush? And why was what he did wrong then, but okay now? So... In my humble or maybe not humble opinion, you know, I think that USC should have welcomed him back for sure. And there may be a lot of misperceptions going around about the case. I'm not even sure if Reggie Bush actually accepted money. It seems like the majority of the money went to essentially his stepfather. And so Reggie Bush may have received a used car to whip around in college. I mean, is that really that big of a deal? But again, looking at the actual kind of synopsis, cliff notes, short version of what happened in the case, it'll kind of help you realize that Reggie Bush really didn't do that much. He may have known about it. He may have been a big part of it, but it doesn't seem like he really benefited that much. So I think there may have been a lack of parental guidance in this situation. So again, looking at the details here, Lloyd Lake is a person who provided a home for the Bush's family and a used car for Reggie. And he wasn't even involved with USC, just kind of a random dude hopping into his background. And I, I don't think that this plays a big role, you know, in everyone's life. But this is just kind of an important element to include when talking about this specific case. Lloyd Lake, the man who provided the house and the car for the Bushes and Reggie, essentially was an ex-convict. And he wanted to be a sports agent. So this guy was an ex-con. And when he got out of prison, again, this guy was in the state pen. Not like that really means anything about a person. People can always grow. They can always improve. But in this situation, it seemed like he didn't want to improve and wanted to still do things kind of under the surface of the table is the best and nicest way I can phrase that. So once he got out of prison, he realized that his friend essentially had a really talented stepson, and that happened to be Reggie Bush. So Lamar Griffin, who is Reggie Bush's stepfather, essentially was contacted by Lloyd Lake and then... Lake provided Griffin a home as well as other benefits in return for Reggie Bush essentially signing with his sports agency when Reggie was legally able to do so. So I know that was a lot there, 
But what I really want you to remember, maybe one or two th- one or two key points from the case breakdown, Lloyd Lake had no affiliation with USC. That, that's not really what I want you to remember. I just said that for some reason. So the one thing I really want you to remember, though, is that essentially it was his stepfather who got the most of the benefits. I can't say that again, that Reggie didn't get something, but Lamar Griffin, Reggie's stepfather, really got most of the benefits. And it wasn't Reggie's fault, man. I mean, he was a kid. He's in that weird age where, yes, he had superstardom. I mean, <laughs> you see this guy cutting up Fresno State, juking everyone, back cuts, all that. Let's, let's stick to the point here. Reggie was in that age group where he was still a young boy, or excuse me, a young man or an old boy in that weird, weird age group. And you would think that he probably needed better parental guidance or better guidance from someone in the program because I always find it hard to believe that someone didn't know what was going on in these circumstances. I really do. I'm not saying that Pete Carroll knew. I'm not saying that the majority of the coaches knew, but I feel like someone had to have known. I mean, something like that just doesn't go under the table, especially for a star of that caliber. So looking kind of ahead here, and as I mentioned at the top, I do think that USC should welcome back Reggie Bush. And just think of what he did for the program, man. He was, as I just said, the superstar. He was the guy. In the Pete Carroll era, he was that guy when I was growing up that every kid remembers. Every kid wanted to be like. He seriously did video game type moves. And if you have not seen his college highlights, if you're a little bit younger than I am and just never got the chance, you remember only Reggie Bush from the NFL, go watch the man's college highlights. You really want to get an idea of how dominant and how flashy and how disgusting he was. He was uh, he was just nasty, bro. He he was so much fun to watch. Juking people, flipping, returning st- stuff to the house. I came to Sam Soaks. I just stuff. So all those highlights brought notoriety. It brought money and it brought lots and lots of attention to USC, which again equates to more money. So I think that. Even though there was a scandal involving him and his family, again, majority his family and not necessarily him, I think that the money he made for them while there has got to be considered. I mean, probably made more money for the program than actually lost via the sanctions and the allegations and all that. And another thing here that I think a lot of people may not know about, let me pull it up here in my notes. Let me, let me, let me find it. Let me find it. All right, so it's not in my notes, but essentially... It wasn't just Reggie Bush who caused this to happen to USC. There was an instance with someone making international calls from another athletic department at USC. So another student athlete was making a bunch of international calls. Couldn't make that up. And then OJ Mayo had something going on under the table, allegedly, illegally, whatever. I'm not, you asked me about Reggie Bush, so I'm not here to talk about, I believe it was a gymnast, but don't quote me on that and OJ Mayo, but it wasn't just Reggie Bush that got USC in trouble. It was a trio of these three things that led to a specific violation for the program. So that's essentially maybe why it was a little bit harsher on him than it could have been on other athletes. So I know there's a lot of things to consider in this case, especially just (laughs) these type of questions are always going to be ethical from your standpoint. There is no right or wrong answer it all depends on your ethical frame frame of mind. Your ethical f- f- frame of mind. We're getting, getting real deep up in here. So that's uh, essentially why I think that USC should welcome back Reggie Bush. I don't think he really ever should have been in trouble. 
Maybe a little bit of trouble. Maybe a little bit of trouble, to be fair. But again, I don't feel like he really did much wrong in this instance. It was more of a lack of parental guidance and family members probably taking advantage of a very talented young man or young boy, however I said it earlier. So now you're asking me, Jerry, and I really like this part of the question. Why was what you did wrong then, but okay now? Well, that's actually the simple part. (laughs) You would think that'd be difficult, but essentially... I'm not sure the exact year or moment, but starting off from an initial standpoint, Bush's disassociation with the school was supposed to be permanent, but a rule change last year opened the door for Bush's return. And that rule change was the NCAA Committee on Infractions reportedly decided last year to no longer monitor or enforce disassociations after a 10-year period. So in other words, after 10 years of being in trouble with the NCAA, They don't care about you anymore. You served your time and we're willing to move on. And what that does is it leaves it up to each individual school rather to decide if they want to allow these guys back on campus or not. And USC clearly wanted Reggie Bush back. And so it's pretty much that simple. The NCAA made a rule change. And I don't know if it was last year. I don't have the article I read this from right in front of me at this moment. But it was sometime in the last two or three years where this rule changed and is going to allow Reggie to return and be a full-fledged member of the Trojan community again. And I'm very, very happy for him. Again, the the Pete Carroll Reggie Bush teams are basically symbolic of my childhood and everyone who grew up in the 1990s, early 2000s in that era in general. And one final piece to consider, and with everything, as I mentioned at the top, going on in the world, I'm not going to dive into this really deep at all. But with the new pay-for-play thing, or however you want to phrase it, that's going to allow student-athletes in California to accept money and even hire an agent. Technically, from a rule-based standpoint, what he did may not be illegal now and could have been illegal back then. I'm not sure, again, if this entails your family getting a home, but this law is something to consider in terms of would have it been illegal now. So three points here. That's a lot. I didn't I didn't even know I could like talk today and like ha- had all that in me. So again, the three points, though, One, I think he should be welcomed back, primarily because I just look at what he did for the school. He did so much, and USC football has not returned to the dominant level since the Pete Carroll, Reggie Bush, Matt Leiner, Lendale White era, if you want to include Lendale in that as well. Second off, I feel like his stepfather received most of the benefits. Again, I did not dive through a 600-page legal document. I had a nice little couple quick notes, sources, read through some articles, but no, I'm not going to read through a 600-page document. Sorry, y'all. But to the best of my knowledge, again, his stepfather received most of the benefits, along with probably a couple other family members, and he may have received a used car and a little cash here and there. That's in May. I don't know that, but again, majority of the benefits with his family. And the simple kind of second part of your question, why was what he did wrong then, but okay now? And that's plain and simple, because of the NCA rule change with the disassociations in terms of he was supposed to be permanently lifetime banned and they took away that rule and after 10 years left it up to the individual schools and again USC wanted him back on campus and then if you really want to get even more technical which I think is overloading you with too much information so I'll just say in terms of now and then consider the new rule that's going to allow players to get paid for their image name and likeness and potentially hire an agent so that is something worth considering. Thank you, Jerry. Woo! I did not know, man. I was like entering this question. I was like, can, can I get through this today? Do I have it in me today? Wow. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. 
but I just talked for 11 minutes. So that's it. Get to your Fridays. Go with some fun. Maybe some adult beverages. Maybe some other things. I don't know. Seriously, just go have fun. Spread love. Maybe spend some time with your family. Thank you for the question, Jerry, and have a great day.